wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you So Brent, uh, Brent, you yes. bring up a good point about about Carter's phone. And wait, first of all, Carter, what percentage is your phone battery at right now? Oh, I got a new phone. It's at ninety-one percent. Oh, and, and out of the two gigs, two two uh, sorry, out of the two megabytes storage you have on your phone, how much is left? Two gigabytes. What are you talking about? How much storage? What percentage of your hard drive is full? Do you have a 16 gigabyte iPhone? No, I have a 128 gigabyte, and I'm only using 50 gigabytes, so I have definitely more than half free. So you better check. You sound like you're turning the corner. No, you sound like your your life's getting better. I think I really do think that's an indicator of your life. (laughs) It's like how much of your how much your phone is full, and what's the battery at? If you just ask a grown man. Those questions, you could really find out a lot about their life. It's so true, man. The fuller it gets, the sadder the person, I swear. Oh, Carter's kicked out. We just kicked Carter out of the Craig chat. I guess he got mad at us and left because he just sent us. The message saying, "Go to hell, losers!" Oh no, no, he said, "I'm kicked out," but he's—I think he's joining back in here. Maybe his, maybe his computer. There it is. There it is, Brent. There it really is. His computer crashed because he has a 16 gig hard drive on his computer from 2001. He opened Discord and used up his, you know, one gig of RAM. The computer crashed and he got kicked out. So we have to re-ask him that question when he gets back about. Okay, what's your computer at though, Carter? <laughs> that's the real question. And I don't know if he's going to listen to this. Um, I swear I could hear like background music. You're not listening to like in my place? mystery show. Yeah, no, just I think it's gone now. Could be in my house. He's just watching TV, oh, but it's pretty far away. It's on the other, yeah. literally the other side of the house. Mm-hmm. Same here. It's um, gone now. Seemed like in the Carter zone, but <clears throat> I can't wait to see it's what like twin, very twin peaksy. Yeah. Oh, to Carter see. just messaged and said, and said, my life is so much better now. Lol, lol, because we just said he was doing better, but his computer's not. What are you saying about the twin peaksy vibe? That's just the mute. Like it's like a quiet Ooh. twin peaks in the background coming from mystery. My room is very Twin Peaks. Maybe it just puts that sound uh-huh. into the uh, into the mic. Oh, is Carter back? Maybe. No. I heard some clunking and a plunking. Oh. Me too. I got a little so map. On, he may be online. Hmm. I got some what little book? mountains in my room, and I've got these little like chevron lamps that have like the Twin Peaks pattern. Mm-hmm. And a little red rug to make like the red room. It's a great little room. Did Carter's computer run out of power? Did he think it was Probably. charging? It was not. I'm back. Oh, oh hey, Carter. Wait, you don't show. Oh, there you are. We, Carter, trust us. We had some good stuff while you were gone. Okay. I'm talking. Yeah. We have some good quality bits, but this brings us to the point of. I guess your life isn't that good because we forgot about your computer health. 
So while my, my phone battery may be at 91%, my computer battery is at 0%. But ding, ding, ding. Brent's in, the winner. <laughs> Brent calls so, it. I don't know what it is about this Mac, but if it like it hasn't been used in a week and then I, you know, play it in, start firing podcast up, let's like turn off five minutes of the episode out of batteries. But it's plugged in. Oh, well, you have okay, to, you have but... to, you no, know, you got to let it go for a bit because it, it, can't make Yeah, that's a new thing. And I, yeah, and I think it's a, I think it's a, a Mac thing. It always kind of works you, you the second uh, time. You got to let it go for a bit. Yeah, you can't, you can't just let it like right off the hop. Hmm. This is Mac Break Weekly with Leo Laporte and uh, Merlin Mann and, uh, who is it? Uh. John Syracuse? I don't know. It's been a long well, time. This, this brings no, us to the next topic, Carter. No, 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 no. Brent has a question for you, and he wants to know how littered is your phone with podcasts? Because there's two ways this is either going to go. Or you have How many podcasts does Carter subscribe to, Brent? I don't know. I think it would be like three. Or does he track every like 20-year-old duo who has a video game website? And the, all theirs? Are you all in? I have I, one video game uh, podcast. Uh, what? That's it. So, are you right now, Carter? Would you say you're listening to less podcasts than you've listened to before, or the same? Were you ever listening to more, or have you always just kind of been at the same? About the same. Hmm. You're more than ever, or what? Oh, I'm deep. I'm, I'm all the time. It never. I'm just. I walk around life with a headphone on, listening to podcasts. But that's just because I don't know. I just me, me too. But I guess some of the podcasts I listen to are longer and stuff too. So that that helps. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay, I got, I got a BBC documentary on G. I got the Twin Peaks Diane podcast, Do by Friday, NBA refereeing, Malcolm Gladwell. I got to get rid of that. BBC Ukraine cast, Films to be Buried with, Penn Jillette, Conan O'Brien, uh, uh, Adam Freeland show, You Made It Weird, Eastern Border, Cold War Conversations, Rewatchables, She's in Russia, Business Wars, Canadian True Crime, Rational Reminder, You Look Nice Today, Universal Wisdom, Planet Money. Wall Street Journal, Democracy Now, Freakonomics, Chapo, Us, hey, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, dude, Roadwork, Back to Work, Omnibus, Roderick on the Line, Kornheiser, PTI, and Bill Simmons. And, and I keep up with most of them. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sickening. Not good. I brought some snacks for today's podcast. I brought some, I was like, well, I don't want to get something crunchy. So I was like, I'll bring berries. I thought berries would be good. Not if they're super tangy and out of season. So <laughs> not as much like lip smacking. Like, <laughs> so I won't eat the berries. I might eat I one berry. We'll see if you can tell. We've got some good raspberries and blackberries today. Is there a little grow up in Dauphin? Is that what you're talking about? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we're... <laughs> no, 
No, I mean, isn't or I heard there's like a Parkland Growers. Do they make stuff or is that just still in the tomatoes? Future? Just tomatoes. Future still. Oh, future. just tomatoes. Just tomatoes. I'm trying to convince my mom to come here for a week and make pierogies and sell them online. I'm pretty sure she could just like be set for life. <laughs> people here have people here have no cooking skills and tons of money. So and they probably all want pierogies. So I can make her a Facebook group called the Pierogi Witch. I could sell it. Right. Do you, do you scam and say, you know, proceeds go to the, the Ukraine? And then oh, hell no. Okay. <laughs> You wouldn't pull that. Okay, good, good. No, this is business. If I want to give money, I'll give money. Yeah, I have. I've raised Would you get more money. business by scamming? True. I forgot. Brent, we, we should be very fortunate and very thankful for who we have on uh, the podcast with us every week. You know who that person is? Every week. The, best, the best person in the world. <laughs> Yep. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Trevor was named the best person in the world by uh, <laughs> the radio station in his former town. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes, a true yes, story. Yes. And then uh, you're every, like, well, every... what's that? That's nice. That's very nice. Well, it's every Pretty... once in a while when you're on your way to work, when you're driving. They have a segment called the worst person in the world and they find somebody really bad in the news yeah. and they say, look at this guy. He cut this many jobs. You're the worst person in the world. Then they bring up the best person in the world. That's and nice. sometimes it's something very big time, like something in the world happens. But most of the time it's some local person and they say, yeah, you know, you done this, 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 you're the best person in the world today. And then I got a message when I woke up the other day saying, you're the best person in the world. And I was like, I didn't really know what it meant. I had to like, get my brain back into flint-flont for a minute. But then I was like, oh, no way. I think it's my second or third time being best person in the world. Returning champ. I'm going for like the five-timers award, like uh, SNL. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just flint-flont, Brent. Uh, I was reading on, uh, on, on this website called Facebook where someone from Powell River says, Trevor, we honestly don't know what we do what we would have done without you. You are a tenacious little bugger. You work so hard and relentlessly right beside us, and then some. If it weren't for you, yeah, yeah, you are the best. It's so happy to have you. <laughs> and then someone from Flint Blood, you're so lucky to have him. You'll see a lot will happen with him. <laughs> and then she goes, "We really do appreciate what we have with Trevor. He's a one of." He is our kind of people, and we recognize that right away. He is pure gold, and someone else. So he's so full of energy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> these are old people then, talking about me. <laughs> yeah, tenacious little bugger. Haha. <laughs> Trevor is a pleasure, both as a musician, producer, tech director. When Trevor left Flintflaw, it opened up four jobs. LOL. By the way, Trevor can write a solid tune. <laughs> We we love him to death. We are keeping him <laughs> the best person in the world. In the world, yeah. Well, it's uh, that song that he was talking about. Actually, um, you know those Landreth guys that got the Grammy. 
Oh yeah, from Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. They're playing the uh, the recording of my song. They're the the players on it. Oh which, no which way! Is pretty cool. Yeah, it's still like under wraps. It'll be on an album, but yeah, it's those guys and they love it. It's their favorite song. They played it live. They said it was their favorite song of the night. So pretty cool. Those guys. So maybe they could sell a song to Bonnie Raitt. Like literally, I'm like two steps away from selling a song to Bonnie Raitt. In the Grammy. Sweet. <laughs> and that Bonnie Raitt's kind of my mom. So it's full circle. Mm-hmm. So the odds of the Canadian award. Ooh. Canadian writing oh award. Hi. <laughs> Not the gra what would that be? The Junos? The Junos. Coming soon. <laughs> we'll see. I'm gonna start trying to maybe sell songs, so Yeah, because they pay even more when you don't get song when you can say they can have the songwriting credit. The Bonnie pays extra for that. <laughs> <laughs> Good news I'm up to three percent here. This is wild. Yeah, so bad what? news. Bad news. Yeah, you know I have that little dog now? Popcorn? <laughs> Had, yes. <laughs> have, have, oh, have. No. <laughs> so, Brent... Oh, uh, Carter, jeez, you... <laughs> he can't say that. I act as the first dog I've liked in a while. <laughs> You've got that fancy cat, Brent. Uh, does it have a tattoo, or does it have a microchip? I don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay, so microchips aren't exactly new. I'm sure it's a tattoo. Well, microchips aren't exactly new technology. Our animals going back to 2006 have had it. It's a little micro, it's a needle that they get that implants a microchip in their back. And so if they're lost or something, then the vet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's a vaccine. it's, It's a big needle, though. Uh, what it does is, if it's lost, then the vet or the pound just scans the animal, and it'll say, you know, the name of the person, the phone number, and the address, where to return, okay? There's some Tom Cruise stuff going on. I love it. Yeah, but it's been around for at least, like, 20 years, I'm guessing, so all of our animals have always been... That's what they they tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So all our animals have always been microchipped. So Janelle buys this new dog from the breeder, gets a microchip put in, and, you know, lists all her personal information uh, with the company. Uh, you know, where to oh. return the dog if found. So we got a phone call. Uh, Janelle got a phone call from the, the company, the microchip company, saying, hey, Janelle, um, you know, understand you're selling your dog there. So just uh, getting your permission to change all the uh, microchip information on popcorn to the new owner. And Janelle's like, excuse me? I'm I'm confused. Like, we just got this dog. They're like, oh, but we've we've had several requests from an individual to transfer ownership to them. <laughs> and Janelle's like, who's this person? They're probably like, wilder. <laughs> <laughs> it's the call. It's coming from inside your house. <laughs> He's on the other line. But they're like, we can't tell you who's making the request and then they got all worried like because they're like i'm sorry i'm sorry this is just a a very common nonchalant like you know we're just confirming you're switching ownership are you telling us you are not changing ownership and Janelle's like no they're like ma'am is the dog with you right now (laughs) and he's like on the bed being lazy and being you know an idiot and it's like yeah he's here it's like okay Okay. There's a helicopter over the house. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we can't 
they, I just can't believe that they can't disclose like who this person is, like yes. trying to shift ownership. Yeah. What is Luella the end? <laughs> what is the end goal? Could it help to have control of? You would need the chip, right? It well, be you need the dog. <laughs> the, the ship is in the dog, so you still need possess. You need the dog, which doesn't even go outside to the bathroom. So it's gonna but, be tough to get the dog. But what is the point? Thing there? is, Are though, that dog's worth money, right? Yeah. So is yeah, the plan? <clears throat> but could you fake? Could you fake the chip? Like flash it onto a new one and fake that you have a valuable dog? And it's just some a random mutt. But the chip says it's a so, Those are all the chip is just information, while the papers are where the real paper is. The paper, yeah. Yeah, the papers. <clears throat> so someone's um, trying to get control and then kidnap the dog. So this it's is probably like just Kyrie level. Like this is deep. So Janelle like emailed the breeder saying, like, hey, you know, is like are you doing something on your end? And she's like, No, this is this is odd. This has never heard of this before. That's exactly what you would say if you were trying to steal <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> yeah. So Janelle's a little flipped. And I just like I'm like, don't worry, it's probably like something and the people are in Alberta and it's not like they're gonna know where he lives and he's they've got to get the dog, you know, and how are they ever gonna do that? So you know, she's a little bit calmer now. But what I'm thinking is, you know, you know how these this wife and kids of mine, they like to pull pranks on me. <laughs> I was thinking maybe uh, someone that maybe like doesn't, she's that's not in her like contact list or something like that. Um, like maybe I could like when I come home from work, take a picture of like the upstairs bedroom where the dogs probably currently text it to say like brent and then brent would text it to janelle and she just sees strange 204 number oh that's funny <laughs> and it'd be like uh what's the that that netflix show that ripped us off the watcher it's like i'm here yep. for the young i'm here for the young pup i can hear him crying up there for me no there's gotta be a popcorn <laughs> joke or something there's gotta be like isn't this like a a wrestling My colonel wasn't there a wrestling Thing like this where somebody was stalking the like gold dust was doing that to somebody or something where it's just terrifying he'd be like in their house and in their room and everywhere he'd leave they'd he'd be in the room after and stuff you could Brian do that Pillman you broke could... into stone cold's house and stone Ooh. cold pulled the gun no pillman pulled the gun yeah. and it was really controversial and the big boss man killed fed big show's <laughs> dog to him oh yeah yeah it was al snow no he killed big show's dad and he fed al snow's dog to al snow or something wasn't it this is all this is all small potatoes to the real no, fact can't. that jerry lawler your dad is dead jerry lawler that's the greatest because his dad really did just die jerry he was jerry, straight up jerry lawler had a serious stroke like two nights ago man by the time this Jeez. episode gets up he could be dead mm. You better hear your. Yeah. Your dad is dead, Jerry Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most <laughs> insane thing ever. <laughs> You're dead. But popcorn could be kidnapped too by this point. Oh, I love it. I so, love doing do think... like a, a skit with, or like. I'm in. I'm in for it. So, do you think. So, I we did, had a. Pet... I did Janella solid, so I can torment her. 
<laughs> so um, we had a pet sitter here for two weeks when I was in Disney World. Mm-hmm. She had, she had some close proximity to the dog. Maybe some relationship with the dog, too, that could be coaxed. Maybe copied my key, you know, when, uh, you know, when, mm. when she had it for two weeks. Yeah, she's going to be running away from the cops driving off a cliff with Popcorn if you don't watch it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think that's suspect number one. That's there. a good theory. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Um, I do work with that person so you, every day. So you've just, you've just <laughs> accused someone on the air. That's I great. did. I did. As soon as Janelle called me, I just marched over to their office and go, Hey, you trying to steal my dog or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've got to have to have a new pet sitter next week and thinking about hiring a security guard. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I know a security company in town you could hire. <laughs> So yeah, I just went. I uh, just got back from two weeks at uh, Disney World. There, uh, kids were absolutely wonderful. They had an absolute blast. But you know what their favorite part of the day was? Every night when we got back to the Ooh. hotel. Oh it, no, no! It it was Bible study. Unfortunately, because oh. <laughs> they get in the hotel. Just made you. What's that? Oh, I thought Ron DeSantis oh. makes everybody. Read the Bible now. Yeah, all something. the children read the Bible. But like while they're like would open up the you know, the the, the drawer, it'd be like, Whoa and like the teacher says Link is reading at a fifth grade level, but I question that because he goes, It's the holy burble. <laughs> and so every night I'd say, Yeah, you're right, it is. It is actually. <laughs> so every night after a full day of roller coasters and they'd come back with uh, sweets and a new toy, and what would they you be doing? Read up the burble. Reading the burble and 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 just couldn't get enough, just flipping through it. And while it'd be like, read it to me, it'd like be like, Who am I? I am God. <laughs> So they think it's like Avengers? Well, we know who Wilder is. We know who Wilder is. <laughs> and, and then so we go, uh, We you know, after we leave Disney World, we're at the Fairmont in Winnipeg for a conference. And they're just, you know, exploring. And what do they find in there? <laughs> Their best friend, all of them. The Holy Burble followed them back to Win- Manitoba. <laughs> Yeah, loved it. It's just, it's like this book is so popular; it's everywhere we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's good time. especially in Florida. Um, oh, man, yeah. the burble. So, did you get to the good stuff with them? <laughs> we had to take it away. You know, we weren't did sure. You skip to the end parts because that's where it gets pretty fun. <laughs> That was always where I skipped to when I was a kid. I was like, let's go to the flames and the monsters and the horses. That's the good stuff. That's probably what scared me out of it in retrospect. The burble. We were, we were worried because there, you know, while there was getting a little rough with it, so we had to put it up high. We couldn't rip it. You know, that, that'd be a one-way ticket to hell right there, ripping the whole holy burble. Holly Burble. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was really good. And now we're going to Disneyland next week. Uh, but one thing we aren't doing is going to Hollywood's 
uh, Universal Studios Hollywood because we're good parents. See, our kids love Disney World more than anything now, and and we're really nurturing that new love by as parents going to Disneyland without them. <laughs> we're, not, we're not all bad parents because if we were, we'd go to um, Super Nintendo Land, which is opening up uh, like the day we're there in Los Angeles. Mm. So we're very, we're very good parents because Link is obsessed with Nintendo and all things Mario. And uh, you know that wouldn't be right if we went to Nintendo Land without him. But that was at first. Now I really don't want to go because of the controversy around the new Mario Kart ride there. What? I'm There's reading, a controversy? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's been slammed because riders with waists measuring over 40 inches can't fit inside the ride vehicle. And some call it blatantly fatphobic. Wait a minute. What? Guys, there's Donkey Kong. There's Bowser. There's Wario. Okay, are you that joking? That's exactly. The... Uh, um, <laughs> here's a, a, another social media uh, user named Zaha. You can't have a Mario Kart ride that Bowser and DK wouldn't even be allowed on. Um. <laughs> oh, I love the internet. It's just so good. Oh my and, god! And other people are slamming. Somebody it, really it. said that. Someone did. Absolutely. Yeah, Zaha said it. And Matt Mazzani, he's a podcast host, so we can take his opinion. Trust, trust me, oh. when I say lose a little weight is not a novel suggestion, Universal now has a history of releasing new rides where they don't accommodate big people, yet they will take admission from us. Seems unethical. <laughs> Uh, so there's, there's an issue though, because what's the limit? 40 inches. What's the average American male waistline? Oh, I could see it being 38 easily. 40.2. The average uh, female waistline in the U S is 38.7. What? There's, yeah. So there's a good percentage of people not getting on that ride. So they're very unhappy. Whoa. Yeah. I feel a little the, better about myself, guys. <laughs> the article's just great here. While the article has received heavy praise from those who have gotten to check it out, it's also been criticized for not being as inclusive as it could be. Yeah, but that's like like It's really good, you guys, unless you're a big fatty. <laughs> it just seems like how would you do it? Like you'd have to make it like go karts, just like a universe, but no, there's limits on go karts. The weird thing is, it's not a particularly fast ride either, from what I've seen. It's more an augmented reality kind of thing, too. And so I don't really see why they can't just have like a bench or something. But when, when me and Janelle went to Universal 10 years ago, we had a, we had a scary trip down the Jurassic uh, Park uh, waterfall drop because there, it's a bench that you share with everyone, I guess, on the bench, and it's a one bar that you share. And we're next to some real fat guy. So the bar didn't go very much down, covering me and all there. So uh, we were holding on to dear life when we dropped, because it was just fitting one guy on our bench. So I'm all for it. <laughs> you know, you, you can't have the, the people less than 40 slipping out and, and falling to their death on the Mario Kart ride on Rainbow Road. You kidding me? You got to fit, man. If you want to ride Rainbow Road, you got to be fit. 
<laughs> I want to play that. I want to go there now. You get freedom on the cards now. It's a roller coaster. Uh, but you call it. Um, today I was playing Crokinole. Okay. With oh, Lisa yeah. and I said, "Oh, are we going to have a battle?" And she went, "Battle." <laughs> I was like, "What?" She's like, "Battle." <laughs> like, and it was like the Mario battle from like Mario Kart. I like hadn't heard that in like a thousand years, and she said it identically. It was like burnt in her brain. It's funny how every <laughs> sound from every Mario game is permanently burnt into every human's brain. It's like every sound, like this. This man, Nintendo is just so far ahead of anybody in terms of the like the tactileness of like their stuff. It's just so, it's such a different kind of magic than other video. It's just so weird. It is, it like believes in magic. Like Nintendo is like, we believe in magic. Everybody else is like, we're making really good games. And Nintendo's like, no, this is Yeah, magic. you know, maybe for you, but like I got a real close uh, relationship with Call of Duty Ghosts. <laughs> Remember that one? The one that came out after Black Ops 2 and before Advanced Warfare, like the during, yeah, that one, no, yeah. Remember when the guy did this? <laughs> that was really memorable. <laughs> Gee, no, it's just not the same. It's not the same. Well, that one is memorable for well, me because that was, was the last Call of Duty game I bought. Point, <laughs> point in case, man. Like, look how good that SNL sketch went over. Yeah, like, I don't know. I actually loving... saw that. I saw that live. It was SNL's done that before with like the Joker parody about Oscar the Grouch and stuff. It felt it felt pretty similar to that. Just uh, I thought it. I thought it was Grimdark Children's product. And I think it's because he was having a laugh at it. I think what's his name was an amazing host. Hey Pedro. Uh, yeah, but he was he's... just enjoying himself. Yeah, but he's gonna get canceled soon for dating that nineteen-year-old. You've been on no, Reddit a wrong lot. Guy. Wrong no, guy. Both, yeah. them. both of them. Him too. They're not really dating. No, they aren't? Oh, that was just a joke? Yeah, that's yeah, saying that's like a, that would be the that's, that's the, the joke. joke, Carter, is that oh, it's that's like the girl from the Oh, that's the girl from The Last of Us. Oh yeah, yeah, the little girl that he's taking care of. In Game that's, of Thrones, too. They were on Game of Thrones together. Like she was right. a child. Sure. He like saw her so, grow yeah. up. Well, Pedro and saying Pascal's that if, still a good guy. Good, good. Yeah. yeah, no, they're saying if he was dating this little girl, that would be exact same age gap as Leonardo DiCaprio and his girlfriend. That was okay, the point they were making. Like, like, look how weird this would be because they've known each other since she was a baby. Yeah, if they were dating, that like, would be disgusting. Yeah, when she was a tiny 10-year-old and he was like super horny, Game of Thrones sex god... Oh, now, if he was dating oh, her, yeah, if he was dating her, that's the same as, yeah, ugh. the deeper you go with that yeah. explanation, the worse it gets, yeah.